It's Wednesday, July 17th. Welcome to Skim This. We're breaking down the most complex stories of the day and giving you the context on why they matter. Today, we're diving into big tech and digital currencies. We'll connect the dots on Facebook's cryptocurrency Libra and why lawmakers have some questions. Then, the president of Planned Parenthood was replaced after less than a year on the job. We'll give you the details. And finally, it's World Emoji Day, and there are new ways to say, is it Friday yet? We're here to make your evening smarter. Let's skim this. Today's episode is brought to you by Sunbasket. The most complicated story today is about your wallet. Facebook wants to friend it, and the wallets of all your other friends, too. They want to put your wallet on your phone, and while they're at it, they want to take out the dollars or euros or pesos and fill it with a whole new currency, called the Libra. Last month, Facebook announced they're launching a new global cryptocurrency, along with 27 partner companies. The governing body will be called the Libra Association. Facebook says it would help people around the world exchange money faster like a daughter sending money to her mom in another country, without so many extra fees, and all from your phone. Ever since Facebook's announcement, politicians around the world, including in the U.S., have been very anti, on both sides of the aisle. The person leading Facebook's effort, David Marcus, faced members of Congress for two straight days of intense hearings. We are deliberate about taking the time to get this right. That was Marcus talking to the House Financial Services Committee this afternoon. Just a few days ago, there were reports that staffers on that committee have drafted a bill to stop Facebook from launching Libra. It's called the Keep Tech Out of Finance Bill. It's reportedly just a draft, and it's not clear it'll go anywhere. But that committee has also asked Facebook outright to stop moving forward with Libra. So we're going to get into what members of Congress and the Trump administration are concerned about, how Facebook is responding, and why Facebook isn't alone under the microscope lately. A tech company launching a cryptocurrency like this has never been done before. So there are a lot of questions members of Congress have about Libra. One of the big ones is... What is a Libra? Uh, Congressman, uh, Libra is a digital currency, a a reserve-backed digital currency. Is that a security? We don't believe uh, it is, Congressman. Defining what Libra is matters, because that determines how it'll be regulated. And by whom? For example, the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission has said they think the Libra could be an exchange-traded fund, which is an investment fund traded on the stock market. If that's the case, then the SEC has regulatory authority and can put an end to the whole thing. Markets told lawmakers today that the Libra will be something else, a payment tool backed by reserves, meaning its exchange rate is based on a pool of all kinds of global currencies, including the dollar. Marcus said the Libra Association will work with U.S. regulators. And they'll work to make sure, say, global terrorists aren't using Libra. But he also said that because the Libra Association will be based in Switzerland, Swiss authorities will ultimately have top oversight. Yeah, the guys that used to have the famous secret bank accounts to hide money from the world. The other big issue lawmakers have here is privacy. Facebook has received a lot of flack for not doing enough to protect users' privacy. In fact, they've reportedly just agreed to pay a $5 billion fine to the U.S. government, 
after a group called Cambridge Analytica used millions of people's Facebook data to sell ads. Some lawmakers, including presidential candidate Senator Elizabeth Warren, say that's just a slap on the wrist. And other lawmakers are saying that if you can't trust Facebook with your photos, why would you trust them with your cash? Facebook says Libra will be separate from Facebook, a whole different operation. But making sure that Libra is keeping people's financials private is also on Switzerland's plate. And the Swiss agency in charge of protecting data privacy says Facebook hasn't called them yet. In the meantime, Facebook is also creating a digital wallet and account where people will store their Libra, called the Calibra. And Calibra is also raising concerns from lawmakers, this time about consumer protection. If Facebook creates its own currency and then has its own method for sharing that currency and puts that on sites that over a billion people use every day, it could prevent competition and potentially break U.S. antitrust laws. Congressman Carolyn Maloney quizzed Marcus about this today, but didn't really get an answer. And will you commit to allowing the third party, party wallets on WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger? Yes or no? It's a simple question. Uh, Congress, yes or no? Congresswoman, other wallets are going to actually be interoperable with the Calibra wallets that will be integrated in WhatsApp. So do you believe in uh, competition and market access? If you believed in it, then you would allow them to be embedded also third party. Will you allow Total it? Total latest time has expired. Antitrust laws in the U.S. are in place to make sure consumers have choice so that they don't get taken advantage of. And other big tech companies have been facing questions about potential antitrust violations, too. At a totally different House hearing yesterday, reps from Google, Facebook, Apple, and Amazon were all grilled about what they're doing to keep markets competitive, or whether they've stifled competitors out of existence. Over in Europe, the EU opened an investigation into Amazon today over whether they've broken EU antitrust laws. Even President Trump has said that maybe the U.S. government should sue Google and Facebook for antitrust violations. But remember, he also thinks big tech has an anti-conservative bias. For transparency, we should tell you that GV, formerly Google Ventures, is a minority investor in the skim. So what's the skim? It's not just the U.S. that's worried about Facebook's hard turn into the cryptocurrency market. Here's France's finance minister talking to CNBC today. You have states, the United States, France, Germany, Italy, all sovereign states with sovereign currencies, dollar, euro, and so on. And they are sticking to some very strong commitments, some very strong rules. We cannot accept to have a new currency having exactly the same kind of power without the same kind of rules. Facebook's David Marcus told members of Congress that they're prepared for a long review process and that they will take the time to get Libra right so regulators are satisfied. For more on how Facebook's new cryptocurrency could affect you and your wallet, head over to theskim.com money. Coming up, arrivals and departures at Planned Parenthood. That's next. We know you're busy. So while you're crushing your life goals, let Sunbasket take care of dinner. No matter your lifestyle, they cater to your kind of healthy. Try mouthwatering Sunbasket dishes like healthy steak fajita lettuce wraps with New Mexican chili salsa or Creole chicken jambalaya, just a few of 18 weekly recipes to choose from. Go to sunbasket.com slash skim this to get up to $60 off. Visit sunbasket.com slash skim this to learn more about this limited time $60 off special. One day you're in. 
and the next day, you're out. Dr. Lena Wen found herself on the outs yesterday. The former president of Planned Parenthood was ousted after just eight months on the job. So who is Dr. Wen? She's got a very impressive resume. Wen came to the U.S. from China just before she turned eight years old and then graduated from college when she was just 18. She went to med school and got two master's degrees as a Rhodes Scholar. She was an emergency room doctor, then Baltimore's health commissioner for four years. She was only 35 when she was tapped to lead Planned Parenthood as the first physician in almost 50 years. It was that medical background that Wen used to lead the organization. She talked to the Skims founders last week about her career and said that her work at Planned Parenthood was similar to her work in a hospital. The reason why we're fighting to protect access to that care, it's not because our patients are making healthcare political. They're here to get essential care. They're here to get birth control. They're here to get cancer screenings, STI, HIV tests, and yes, access to safe legal abortion care, which is healthcare. She said the best way to protect abortion rights is to make it clear that they're part of fundamental reproductive health care, not just a political issue. So why was she ousted? Couple of reasons. First, Planned Parenthood was reportedly not happy with Wen's leadership style. They were apparently negotiating with Wen about the terms of her departure. But yesterday, Wen tweeted that the board had taken matters into their own hands and voted to let her go in a secret meeting. She said that she and Planned Parenthood had philosophical differences. This issue of abortion politics may have also played a role. Abortion rights have come under renewed attack recently. Strict anti-abortion legislation has been passed in several states. And the organization's board reportedly wanted a leader who was more aggressively political to fight back. So Dr. Wen is out. And a new temporary head has already been appointed. Alexis McGill Johnson. She's the co-founder of an anti-bias research group called the Perception Institute. And she's been on Planned Parenthood's board for almost a decade. So she's been at the forefront of the fight for abortion rights for years. And part of that fight includes having to deal with the politics behind Planned Parenthood's funding. The Trump administration announced on Monday that it'll start enforcing a Title X rule and stop giving money to clinics like Planned Parenthood that refer patients for abortions. Title X helps low-income Americans access birth control and reproductive health care. Planned Parenthood doesn't get federal funding to perform abortions, but they do get federal funding for the other health care programs they offer. In fact, Planned Parenthood is the largest single recipient of Title X funds. So this could be a huge blow for the organization. Basically, Johnson won't have long to settle in before she has to get to work. Netflix is making a big change to one of its most controversial shows before the next season comes out. We're talking about 13 Reasons Why. It's the story of a teenager's suicide and the people she left behind. The first season's finale included a scene that graphically shows how she killed herself. Now, Netflix says they've edited the scene out. Writers and producers have defended the scene, saying that it showed the horrifying reality of what it's like to commit suicide. They said they didn't want to romanticize suicide by panning the camera away. But psychologists who deal with teen suicide have been critical of the show from the beginning. They've raised concerns that such a detailed scene could give people thinking about suicide a roadmap for how to do it. Netflix has tried to address these concerns before. They included disclaimers at the beginning of episodes with graphic scenes in them, 
and Netflix created a separate website with information on how to access mental health help. If you or someone you know needs it, the number for the National Suicide Prevention Line is 1-800-273-8255. Before we go today, we've got some fun facts coming to you about emojis. It's World Emoji Day. Yes, that's a thing. And Apple is celebrating by unveiling some of the 59 new emojis expected to roll out later this year. Like a waffle, or even a falafel. Cause why not? There are also going to be more diverse emojis representing people with disabilities, different versions of same-sex and opposite-sex pairs holding hands, and of course, some fun new animals. Like a sloth. How did it take this long to get a sloth emoji? That, along with the upcoming yawn face emoji, will definitely come in handy. And probably would have today. It's a very yawn face sloth kind of a Wednesday. And that's all for Skim This. Thanks for listening. In case you didn't already know, this week we're celebrating the Skim's seventh birthday. Today, we're giving away another $3,000. All you have to do is get people to sign up for our email newsletter, The Daily Skim, by using your referral link. Each sign up counts as an entry. But don't stop there. Tell your friends who subscribe to Skim This too, and drop us a review. Everyone helps. We've got your morning and evening news fix totally covered.